That's right, you know what time it is. We're back here with the Syllabus Journal report. We get another entry. We have to just stay abreast of all the important topics. Make sure that you're not missing anything important. And we're here with the resistance, we're the final. calculation out here. We're going to remain free, and we're going to die. But we're not going to die slaves. Our whole system here, it's completely backwards. We know that that election was stolen, and, and really, we know that the whole system has been rigged the whole time. That's the whole point, is that it was just a mass awakening. It was, it was an awareness of what was going on, exposure of the facts that this whole system here, it's, it's corrupt. It's just up to you and me now. There's no one left. We have to take the fight to them. We have to remain independent. This is a declaration of independence. We're going to fight to the end. We're going to stand with you. We're here. Syllabus journal entry brought to you by Looking Glass Forum. syllabus journal and this is just another entry where we want to um, do an interesting look at the journalism of the time look at what's happening out there in the news and what's not happening and the information and the, the misinformation the disinformation that's being pumped across the airwaves the whole satellite linked system cutting edge system of media social media internet tech giants in this whole country exists only to be a subversion and to be a propaganda network, to be a system of lies that tells you exactly the false news only. And so it's it's a really quite diabolical system that we would go to such lengths to be so well disinformed. So we find it interesting that we have to look at the news with such skepticism and of course we, we all want to hear about what's been going on with the royals lately, don't you? With um, what, what kind of shoes was Queen Elizabeth II wearing? I mean, I'm just, I just can't wait to find out. But as far as where's the Durham report and what's happening with the Ghislaine Maxwell court hearings, I mean, we can't find out a damn thing under this, this Biden iron curtain that has been lowered over us. We're all supposed to be medicated and, and retarded like the president here. And, uh, of course, Donald Trump, I mean, I don't know what to say about this guy. He had all the power in his hands. All he had to reach out and just take it and, and just straighten out the, th the, uh, the disorder there. And, and he could, couldn't make it happen, I guess. The swamp was so completely full of swamp creatures that there was just nothing that Donald Trump could really do. They just ran him off, and he got his little four-year term that he slipped in there, and he made you know a big a big wake, and he made a big noise. But ultimately, the the system itself, the tech giants, the the news anchors up there. Can you imagine this guy, Brian Stelzer? What a complete organism this guy is.
So what about Q? I mean, the whole QAnon craze. I mean, what it looks like to me is that there was definitely a uh, an operation going on, and it was it had to be people who were paying attention closely to it, and a lot of the people that get wrapped up in Q, the whole Q thing, were really seeing like military grade, high end intelligence product, but it was counterintelligence, right? So the whole point of it was to make people aware of how organized and how connected and how how tight the schedule and the agenda was, and actually show all this information before it would happen and in order to just build it up to a huge cathartic collapse where the entire thing just caved in on itself and and now you have all the people that who were exposed to this information who saw the strange inner workings of the Q environment as far as Q clearance like I think that's really what we're talking about but you can trust those Q clearance people to give you information that was going to lead anywhere it was really a prim a, a, a primrose path and it led you down to this end point where you are now a MAGA supporter and now the Biden, incoming Biden-Harris intelligence agency, which will now suddenly were to life. Before, we couldn't get the FBI or any of these uh, departments to do anything to check out Antifa or BLM or to stop any of the huge attacks that were happening across the, um, the country. We had federal courthouses being constantly, repeatedly burned each night for hundreds of nights, and, and we couldn't get these guys to get out of bed. And now, all of a sudden, we have this new target painted on the back of QAnon supporters, and you will find the FBI agents are rushing out, tripping over themselves to find out who you are and to track you down. And you'll, you'll see that Twitter and Facebook and Google will gladly offer their helpful hand to assist the now activated law enforcement agency, the politically activated law enforcement agency to come and check you out and to want to know everything about you because you were deceived by this counterintelligence program. This whole Q thing was really just a way to lead you to this point where you would come to the, the Trump rally where it would be crazy, everybody would come there and they would just tip the scales. And so you have these acceleration groups who are ready to just, and who pretty much did go ahead and start to climb over the walls of the Capitol building while Trump was still speaking. So the whole point is is to now castigate the right wing uh, radical nut jobs who are out there and uh, to be to be the crazies, to be the the gun wielding maniacs who are insurrectionists. So now they will try to come after you with the gun legislation. So you can see that it's a, it's a fait accompli, and it was a high level coup d'état designed to really relegate the patriots, the American people who are interested in um, standing up for their nation into this designated criminal or, if you will, terrorist category group now. Now you're a white nationalist. Now you're a, a religious radical. You can already hear the New York Times people and the CNN people talking about how if you were involved with tr Trump supporting in any kind of way and you happen to be a Caucasian where you had less melanin in your skin and you stand out because you're pale, you're a pale face, and you want to own a gun to defend yourself, you are now a terrorist and they're going to come and get you. That, I think that's the whole point of this exercise is that the people that were were looking at the whole Q phenomenon, you were getting this intelligence report, you were getting this layout of highly orchestrated details, components of a military intelligence operation, and you were being fed this through the internet for free. So no one, you weren't paying for it. You didn't have to pay like $50 a month service fee to get some kind of network to, to see this information. This information was just being pumped right into your face by the, the internet apparatus itself. And the whole time, the 
people are being is being built up to look at you as a QAnon crazy, and and the end result is is that now you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be rounded up. You're going to be sought after, and they're going to want to know everything that you and your family did. And they're doing this as a means to be able to strip the American people of their Second Amendment gun rights. So you can understand that the right and the left, the Republican and the Democrat Party, they're a uniparty system in Washington D.C. They're a singular organism. They don't have a real right and left paradigm. Those are just for the idiots in the street, the people out there. You really have the communists against the American people. And in that struggle, that A versus B struggle, they want a synthesis. They have their own plan. So they have become a, a parasite. And in this symbiosis, in this process, they have learned to use the right and the left, both at the very top there, to control both sides of the political equation, and that's what they've done. And on on the on the uh, left, they were telling everyone that Donald Trump was out there, and he was a disgusting pedophile pig, and he had slept with his daughter Ivanka, and they were disgustoids, and we should watch out. And then on the other side of the paradigm, we were told that Biden is a disgustoid, that he is a child pedophile pervert, and and that we should watch out. And and really, the whole issue here that I think that we're getting to to recognize is how do we create such a huge upheaval, such a, a national catastrophe and such a political catharsis so that we can wash away this whole issue of the pedophile island. It was a huge exposure having the Epstein guy come out and we had a lot of issues regarding the way pe- people's sexual problems. There's a, there's a problem in this country with, especially with the rich elite Hollywood types they are a bunch of perverts and that's why you're going to have the uh, the other guy was his Harvey Weinstein, what a disgusting pig and you can imagine all these women who had to go through the process of sleeping with the guy or, or sexually gratifying him in order to get apart for decades and they're all just kind of like staying with this disgusting perverted pederast guy and then you know somebody has the courage to come out against him and then the, you know the the tide breaks and then really where, where's that at where isn't he back to work now and, and Epstein they offed him right on camera where they turned the camera and the guards fell asleep and they offed him right in front of me, right, right in the limelight of the American people wanting to see what's going to happen with this guy and then they plucked Maxwell out so the question is if they're using the left and the right simultaneously to what are they trying to quash here I mean, if you look at the circumstances of our situation here in 2021, I mean, Biden has, by hook or by crook, taken over the presidency with his crazy left-wing maniacs. You have the uh, the circle around lady, the circle back lady. She comes out. She's going to circle back. The uh, Pisaki lady, she, she's a complete lightweight. She doesn't know what she's doing out there. The, the, of course, the media has just been silenced. They won't ask any serious questions. You can see that, that there's a phalanx of control that's happening here. People are, you're a conspiracy theorist. The media won't ask questions. The tech giants won't allow people to operate on their platforms unless they just tow this particular political line. You can see that there's totalitarianism just kind of rising up here as we move forward on this political teeter-totter that just seems to be rocking back and forth. And, it, and the whole point is, is that how do you get a republic, a democracy, to collapse? already pretty much squelched free speech. You're not allowed to really freely say what you want anymore. I mean, people can't come out and the doctors can't talk about COVID unless they just tow this globalist line that somehow everyone needs to be vaccinated and COVID-19 is, a, is really a serious thing. And, and they're, they're controlling what you can see uh, on the TV screen, on your phone, 
any kind of device that you have that has an app with that's related to Silicon Valley that shows you information or advertisements is going to be a, a, a mechanism for propaganda and disinformation. And you're really not going to get a real look at the news media. You have to work really hard. You have to look overseas. You have to look all around the internet in order to find actual hard-hitting, substantive information that will be critical, that will really look at the situation. As far as getting any news out of China right now, I know that we were hearing about sorties that were flying over Taiwan. They were suddenly aggressive with this new Biden administration. Take a second to just read over some of the headlines. I mean, I don't have time to read all, the, all these articles, but uh, Pompeo says China will use artificial intelligence to harm the United States. Uh, Biden administration rushes to embrace Beijing. Senator Cruz is talking about this. They're already trying to shut up this Marjorie Green lady who is a, in defense of our, our Second Amendment. That's not going to work. Another uh, article here, Antifa's true goals and tactics exposed by Andy Andy No. What else do we have here? I mean, I'm just looking through the, the headlines of the, the things that are hitting my my uh, email box here, and we can see that the the situation is is really heating up, and it really doesn't look good for America. You have seventy five million voter uh, Biden or Trump voters out there who have just got slapped away from their ability to choose their own government, and then you have this new incoming uh, neo Marxist communist regime having their Biden puppet, having their arm fully inserted up his rear end and he, just moving his mouth, just just totally mouthing all the words. He, he's coming up with all these different executive orders. It's a total disaster for democracy. And people knew it. And I think that, that there aren't the support, the, the support's not there. There aren't the votes, this 80 million plus votes that Biden supposedly picked up. They're just not there. And everyone knows this isn't a real legitimate presidency. It's a totally defunct, illegitimate president. We have to really ask ourselves is, what was the whole issue with Q? It looks like that Q has totally despoiled the whole notion that the, the people are out there talking about a pedophile cult. A, an elite, super rich, Hollywood elite, Silicon Valley elite pedophile cult. And this is not something new if you look back in the, the, the history of the Roman Empire. If you go back and look at the Greeks, I mean and, and even the ancient Egyptians, this whole pedophile, you know, mystery religion cult thing is really not a surprise, but it wasn't allowed to be exposed, and that's what was happening. It was, there was an exposure of that with the Ghislaine Maxwell Jeffrey Epstein thing, and they went to, to extraordinary measures to make sure that that thing was quieted up, and now if you even talk about this, this conspiracy theory and the crazies of the QAnon, they're all linked to this idea that there is a pedophile island and that there is a pedo underclass that's really coming through the Russian oligarchs, the Russian crime syndicates that really push this, and I'm sure it's in China as well. And if you're really super wealthy, the, the question of whether these people are taking adrenochrome and whether they abuse children is still at the forefront. Now, we can see that the whole counterintelligence operation of the QAnon thing really splashed against and, and really undercut this whole idea that people are making that there's a pedo conspiracy going on. There is a problem with people in this country who are abusing children. And it goes back a long way, the whole history of this thing. And it's really, you can't see it on the news. You can't see it on the internet. You can't see it on Twitter. It's, it's entire platforms like Parler were, were brought down the way you would just sink the Titanic. It was the same kind of energy that was put into making sure that people could not transfer this information or discuss it or 
to, to you know look at it in any kind of way. Hunter Biden's laptop was replete with image images of him with underage girls that were dressed up like sex objects and the most just perverted and defiled and disgusting kind of thing you can imagine. So that's that's really what we're dealing with. We're, we're dealing with the way the intelligence agency, the globalists, the new world order elite are going to try to just put this whole entire story back under wraps. You're not even allowed to discuss it. You're a QAnon crazy. All the information is just being submerged against below the surface. The whole issue of the FBI having Hunter Biden's laptop will never come to the light of day. And anyone who talks about this, including myself and this particular program, will probably be blinked and deleted off the internet. That's really what we're dealing with. As a way to understand how all these people are being censored, or what they're being censored about, or what the links are, they're interlinking the different people. The, uh, the tech agencies have obviously had to move a lot faster than they intended to just use this kind of ubiquitous power of censoring and, and killing people off the, uh, the internet headlines that's hitting my screen today is this discussion FBI, two agents killed three wounded and a suspect dead in Florida, Sunrise, Florida this is February 2nd the 21st, uh, 2021 two FBI agents were fatally shot and three wounded Tuesday while serving a federal search warrant in a child exploitation case in South Florida, authorities say the suspect also died at some point during the standoff in which he barricaded himself inside a home, said FBI Miami Special Agent Michael D. Lever Leverock. Two of the wounded agents were taken to the hospitals to be treated and were in stable condition. Leverock said adding to the names of the deceased agents would not be released immediately. The suspect's name was also not released. The agents had arrived to serve a federal search warrant in connection with a case involving violent crimes against children. Leverock said law enforcement agencies swarmed the neighborhood in the Fort Lauderdale suburb of Sunrise during after the shooting, another large contingent of officers gathered outside a Fort Lauderdale hospital where victims were taken, according to the television video. The shooting happened around 6 a.m. in the middle-class neighborhood of single-family homes, duplexes, and apartment buildings. Hours later, Sunrise police urged residents of Water Terrace to remain inside their homes while law enforcement blocked the entrance to their community. So what's interesting here is if you want to understand the how this is playing out, on the alternative media and in the back channel world of uh, you have to recognize that these two FBI agents were there and I don't think they were literally serving the warrant themselves and they have the police in place and then they have the FBI uh, uh, agents in place and after all is said and done you have two dead FBI agents and a dead suspect and everyone else walks away. So the way that this is going to play out, as far as you need to understand that this is being looked at as just a, simply a false flag. The two people that were killed were people that were interested within the FBI of basically getting to the bottom of what was going on with the laptop, solving the crime of the pedophile cases, and getting all those people that were connected to this kind of organization to be found out by investigators, to be arrested, to be questioned and to learn new evidence that would take them to the next case. And this has been happening for a while. So this progression of the U.S. Marshals, of law enforcement, and of the FBI and finding out where this whole pedo case really goes has been really shut down. Because these two particular FBI agents who were shot, who were not anywhere near the shooter, as far as I can tell, they weren't going into the house themselves. These were FBI agents who were having the law enforcement in the area go ahead and apprehend this criminal, and somehow they end up dead. So that's really what you're not being told in the news article. So somehow we're supposed to believe that the suspect who is up at 6 a.m. with his crazy, like, 
you know, computers, but you know, with whatever inappropriate images he has on the computer that are, that is leading the investigators to his house. He rushes out. He busts past the, the SWAT police. He gets past the law enforcement and he gets over to the FBI and he shoots the two agents who are actually responsible for in, in this case, who are who are actually pushing forward this this whole case. And so now that the Biden administration is in there and this is being shut down, the result is you have two dead FBI agents and their case, including Hunter. Biden's laptop is now dead in the water. So let me go ahead and just let you know about the reality crisis. And the reality crisis is, is that you people who are consumers of the propaganda of the mainstream internet, the mainstream media, main, mainstream news sources are not paying attention and you're not cynical enough to understand how corrupt this the world is around you. So you have a normalcy bias. You're afraid for that to be popped. You're afraid for you to learn that somehow out there is a world that's, that's darker than and you can imagine and maybe you can't emotionally and mentally cope with it or deal with it. But we need to address it on some level. So on some level, there needs to be some kind of awakening so you can become aware and your normalcy bias can be carefully, like like a fragile tissue, we can carefully manage it so they're not to just disrupt your life. But we need to make you aware of the fact that there is a pedophile cult. There is a pedophile ring. And there has been mass wholesale abuse of children who are just falling through the cracks. And so we need to go ahead and reference a bunch of stories here. I don't have some neat media uh, video or audio that I can just play for you and dispel all this out. We need to like really read through the lines and look through the information ourselves in order to come to the, the realization of what's happening in the world around us. Now that the whole Q phenomenon has kind of like crashed in like a tidal wave on the Republicans on the right wing of the political spectrum, we have to recognize now that it wasn't there to help the cause of exposing these pedophile rings and this criminal conduct. It wasn't there to help. Even though it appeared to be, we all have to recognize now that people were deceived, that they were taken in by the hopium, by the desire for there to be accountability held and for these people to be arrested. And we, they had to manage the exposure of the intelligence and the evidence that had come out. So Hunter Biden's laptop, the pedophile island, all Ghislaine Maxwell case, all that had to be wrapped up into a nice little bow and thrown like a Molotov cocktail at the political opposition so that ultimately it's a destructive weapon. It's toxic now. So if you want to go and be like, look, look at this evidence. Look, look at what's happened here. You're really just a QAnon crazy and people can turn off. They can use their cognitive dissonance and just switch off information in their brain that they don't like. I have family members, I, people all you know around me that I deal with who are just in this little sheep herd that they cannot hear anything that disrupts their emotional equilibrium or they just can't take it. And that's okay. We don't want people to flip out, but there's a lot of other people who are interested in making sure that these kind of crimes against children are not going to be perpetrated. And ultimately, it isn't a hoax and it isn't a conspiracy theory and the information is right out there for you to look at it. It's just being managed by these forces to be pushed into this process of making it propaganda, making it into a disinformation platform where now these you're being caught up with these different acceleration groups and now you're being targeted by the law enforcement agencies because you wanted to ask questions about this particular pedophile cult. From my point of view, the real battle is being waged inside law enforcement itself where you have people who are corrupt, people who will take money, people who will make sure that these two particular FBI agents who are there to take out this particular criminal in Sunrise, Florida are just 
taken out, they're shot, and they're gone. And in my point of view, they're managing this case so that it doesn't see the light of day, so that no one ever really takes a look at it again. And anyone who wants to who look at the Clintons and the Obama types and the, you know even the people on the Republican side, anyone who wants to look into these issues of how there could be operating a Jeffrey Epstein and a pedophile island, are there more pedophile islands? Is this really just a wholesale system of child abuse that is there and available to people who can afford it, who can fly around in their private jets and, and, and really we need to look at who was on the flight logs and people don't want to talk about that. Now it's water under the bridge. It was such a calamity, such an upheaval and a, and a huge conflagration that took place in the political spectrum and across the news regarding Donald Trump and so on and so forth and really the way that I look at them pairing uh, Mitt Romney against Obama and John Kerry against Bush as far as the skull and bones candidacy and the, the way you have the weird Obama, the figure of Obama pitted against the Mormon Mitt Romney and, and, and the way that they handle these this dialectic process that takes place in these elections is interesting so do I think that there's a huge difference between Trump and, and Biden I mean when it comes to Epstein maybe there isn't I mean it's obvious that Trump and Pence would not defend the fact that the American people had elected them. They would just let that go and just step down and left all these people wearing these red hats and holding the bag. And with it's, it's kind of like playing hot potato. So now, you know, the Republicans get the hot potato right when the Democrats take over the presidency, take over the uh, the Supreme Court was nowhere. Where was John Roberts? He didn't want to hear anything about it. It's obvious that that we are that the coup d'état, the globalist takeover, the billionaire elite. The Silicon Valley tech giants, the tech tyrants, if you want, are really with the Hollywood, with the sports, the athletes, with all this control over young people's minds and, and, and pop culture, with all these teachers across all these states who won't even go back to teaching the kids. We have these kids who have been out of school for over a year now. They're just they're becoming dysfunctional. They're not learning. They're the, the suicide rate among young people under the age of teenage years is just skyrocketing right now. So the, the kids are psychologically suffering from not socializing correctly and going to class. And so you can see that, that really on some level, there is a complete debasement and a complete route of our entire culture here. And the people who are interested in standing up for it and pushing back like Marjorie green and Congress are going to be, are going to be having the hardest time of all. And you can see that now the tech tyrants, their, their whole agenda has been pushed forward. So now they're actively shutting people's accounts down and shutting people off the internet. And it's time to push back. It's time for you to to find other ways, other platforms, other ways of, of taking this battle and standing up for the freedom and liberties of the American Constitution, or else it's going to be gone. You will not be able to look on a single screen or a single device or a single um, media network you know, there will be no way to get information. There will be no way to find out if if China is taking over Taiwan, if China is bombing other countries. You will not be able to hear a single solitary fact if we do not fight for this freedom of information and this freedom of our, the American way of life now. And it's really a tidal wave of communism, neo-Marxism, and totalitarianism that's coming and just consuming us. And I think that it really, the, the desperation, the desperate push by Twitter and Jack Dorsey to, 
to take Trump's account down. The desperate push that you can you can see how desperate they were to continue this whole process of impeaching Trump. Even the, the whole impeachment process started the very same days that he was meant to step down. So you can see that they didn't think he was going to leave. They thought they thought he was going to continue on and, and and to basically accept his nomination as president from the uh, the American people and and push push back on Biden's fake campaign, this whole fake election, this fake presidency. But he did step down, and, and now it just seems as though we're just left in the hands of this kind of what are we martial law? And it's it's a really strange predicament to be in. And you need to recognize that it got so desperate, and there were so many wealthy people, powerful elites, who were not interested in seeing any of this information come to light, or to see that the the Trump presidency continue. They couldn't allow it. And you have to recognize that in the background, even though it wasn't being talked about, even though it wasn't being related to you with, you know, with an emergency news alert, it was just kind of subtly, carefully on, on page 16 in the back was being brought to light that there was a major problem with child sex trafficking in this country. And it went on all year long. And if you weren't paying attention, then you're really part of the problem. You're really part of the idiot class of morons out there who shouldn't even be allowed to vote. You should just stay inside your house and wear a mask while you sit you know, on your commode because you don't know shit. You really don't know a goddamn thing about what's going on in this country if you were not paying attention. So let's get, get into it just a little bit here. First story that we'll really start with here is from ABC Channel 6. See what I'm talking about? This is where you have to go to find out information. U.S. Marshals, 35 missing kids recovered in Ohio, 20% tied to human trafficking. I would say that it's probably more than 20%, but I would say that they had to admit that they had 35 missing children recovered. 35 missing children in Columbus, Ohio, and endangered children were recovered across Ohio over the past month during Operation Safety Net. Anybody heard of that? Operation Safety Net. The U.S. Marshals said Monday more than 20% of the cases were allegedly tied to human trafficking, allegedly. So I would say that if you have 35 missing children that you recovered all at one time, then they're probably all tied to human trafficking. So I don't know what this 20%, that, that's what I'm talking about. You can't really get any real solid information. And all this information you're getting is completely questionable. And we don't, you know, what, we can't really get to the bottom of the, the, the story here. What, what do you mean? Who are these kids? Who, who, who are these arrests? Of the 40 cases, the U.S. Marshals recovered 35 from Cleveland, Euclid, Mansfield, Columbus, Miami, and other cities. So this is going to just be one of probably 20 stories that we're going to try to go over in the time that we have for this episode. So like I said, I don't have any really neat audio or video that I can show you. All I can begin to show you is that there's really no way to hide the fact that, that there was an exposure of this pedophile ring and it led to huge massive arrests. Operation Moving Target in North East Ohio netted 27 suspects accused of engaging in sexual activity with underage children online. 27 suspects. That's what you're dealing with. So you're dealing with a conspiracy here. This is 27 suspects who were who were somehow in possession of 35 children with such and such a percent tied to human trafficking. I would say all these children were tied to human trafficking. This is all you can get out of the story. And, and so everything else is just being quieted down. So we can just go over here. Let's look at ABC News. This is, a, this is now the August 28th. So the other story was August 10th. This is August 28th, 2020. U.S. Marshals rescue nearly 40 children in Georgia. Oh, okay, so now we have another 40 children just missing, just hanging out in an abandoned warehouse somewhere in Georgia as part of a two-week operation. So what is this operation? Nearly 40 children had been missing near Georgia as part of a two-week 
mission dubbed Operation Not Forgotten. U.S. Marshals, again, service announced Thursday, many of these children were at risk for child sex trafficking. You might say, use and exploitation, the law enforcement agency said. 26 children were rescued and 13 others were safely located in the mission. So where were they located at? Where, where, do, where do you go to find 40 missing children? Are, are any of your children missing? Do you have any children? Are they missing right now? Because apparently somebody had 40 missing children in Georgia and the, the uh, U.S. Marshals just decided to put on their big boy pants and go do some law enforcement and they found out a lawbreaker. This is a pedophile ring. It's been going on all year long. So this is now August 28th. We're, we're getting down to the end of the Trump administration. They couldn't allow this to go on anymore. It was building up and building up, right? So let's go on here. What's this story? Fox 13, Tampa Bay. So this is going to be September 18th. Okay, so now here we go. U.S. Marshals rescue five missing children, make 262 arrests in Oklahoma. What the hell? U.S. Marshals say they found five missing children and arrested hundreds in a two-month-long operation in Oklahoma. So you're telling me that we just didn't have a mass exposure of a pedophile ring that exploded across the United States of America in 2020. But you don't know anything about it. You don't know a damn thing about anything, do you? Because you're being managed. Because all the information you're getting off your devices and your smartphone, it's, it's a dumb phone. All it does is follow you around, track you, and give you wrong information. And there's really no one doing any reporting on this. These are just little news clips. They're like two, three paragraphs. Because these marshals released a, a, a news release, and they couldn't just ignore it. They did a little write-up, and they moved on to the more important information of the day. So 25, uh, Fox 25 reports that Operation Triple Beam targeted violent crime and gang activity in Oklahoma City. So U.S. Marshals, five missing children. Let's go on here. Let's see how many more children were missing and suddenly found in 2020. Okay, so here we are, another story. Spectrum News, Channel 1. U.S. Marshals rescued 72 missing children across Indiana, Ohio, and Georgia in the past several weeks. This is September 7th. This is before, we're moving backwards now, this is before September 10th, September 18th, and September 28th. This is previously. U.S. US Marshals announced the safe rescue of eight highly endangered missing children in Indiana over the weekend as part of Operation Homecoming. So now this is the fifth operation. Similar operations in nearby states have led to the rescue of 70 children, 72 children since mid-August. The coordinated search in Indiana, which included multiple state and local agencies, led to the arrest of one suspect per a news release from the U.S. Marshals. Federal investigators coordinated with IMPD and NCMEC to recover eight highly endangered missing children, resulting in one arrest of an adult subject for charges filed, including alleged crimes related to parental kidnapping, intimidation, weapons possession. Let's see. The children were turned over to the Indiana Department of Department of Child Services for their details in the case have not been released. At risk and allegedly recovered cases based on indications of high risk factors such as victimization of sex, uh, child sex trafficking, child exploitation, sexual abuse. The, the marshals are committed to assisting state and local agencies with locating and recovering endangered missing children to help prevent their falling victim to crime. So again, Operation Safety Net. And this being part of Operation Homecoming is just another example that we're, we're going to make here that the, the entire media 
has completely failed to point out or failed to mention that there, that there was anything going on and that there's this wholesale recovery of missing children that are happening. They're obviously able to go in using the apparatus of the, of the federal apparatus, using the NSA, using the powers of the state to do what they were meant to do, which is solve these particular crimes. Here is a, let's see, a uh, U.S. Marshals Service uh, news release. The U.S. Marshals Service Missing Child Unit is in conjunction with the agency's Southern Regional Fugitive Task Force, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Operation Not Forgotten resulted in the rescue of 26 children. So let's go on. The U Another U.S. Marshals Service news release. The U.S. Marshals engaged in a significant five-day law enforcement effort dubbed Operation Find Our Children throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia, which resulted in the rescue of 27 previously missing children and confirmed the location of six additional children previously reported as missing. So you can understand that they had their hands on this information. They had their hands on Jeffrey Epstein for a while, and they had their hands on Ghislaine Maxwell, and they've been putting pressure on her, and she's been talking. And she's been releasing information, and they've been tearing apart these pedophile networks that are able to somehow, all throughout the entire United States, in houses and abandoned houses and abandoned, wherever they're finding these children, this information is hard to get a hold of. And there, there isn't a lot out there that explains how they were able to come up with all these missing children. How did they go missing? Who has them? And why are they now, all of a sudden, in 2020, able to suddenly reach out and find them? Let me read on. The Department of Justice is dedicated to protecting the most vulnerable children in our society. Well, isn't that just grand? Because it looks like the, the Department of Justice is now going to be dedicated to protecting Joe Biden and his pedophile son. What a crackhead that guy is. But it looks like the, 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 the battle for good and evil is actually taking place within our law enforcement agencies, within the U.S. Marshals, within the FBI, within local law enforcement. They're deciding whether they're going to be paid off, silenced, or whether they're going to go after these criminals. And I think that's what the entire fight is. That's what the whole Q thing has been about. It's, it's been about brushing all this under the under the under the carpet and making those who are activists and being involved in it, making them totally, completely toxic. So now you're a Q follower and, and the whole point of getting to the bottom of these pedophile rings is now just going to be cast aside as the, the Obama Clinton Biden faction who are really the promulgators of these pedophile islands. If you look at the flight logs, people don't want to talk about this information will probably be not be available anymore. But if you look at the flight logs, it looks like that these Clintons, these Obamas, these Biden types are the ones who are needing to have these pedophile rings at their service. And that's what we're talking about here. People coming and talking to me about Trump. Well, Trump was really involved with it too, and he was just playing his part, and he isn't really a Republican. I mean, I don't know how long he's been a Republican. I mean, he I could be convinced of that. I never met the man. He, he didn't stand up for his own election victory. Maybe his whole point is, is that the whole thing is rigged and he can't win because he was cheated out of it. Well, at that time, he should have fixed the problem. He should have go ahead, but he he just stepped aside and let all these maniacs, these communist, neo-Marxist, pedophile ring having he just let them into the control of our entire country. So I'm not really sure how we're going to come back from this. Did this Trump and Pompeo? Do they think they'll come back later and be able to sort all this out? And there's no later. There's no sorting it out later. I wouldn't be surprised if we we don't have another election again. 
How can you, the people can't trust in the Dominion voting system. Now, if, if people went out there and questioned it, now you're going to get sued by Dominion voting after they just cheated and made sure that the wrong person, that the, the American people did not want, became president out of the United States. And you can't even talk about it now. Even Mark Levin is too cowardly to even challenge this, the, the power of this whole narrative. But our narrative here today is just to point out to you that you are not aware that there was law enforcement quietly in the background, suddenly just walking down the street, knocking on doors and finding, oh, here's 50 kids, here's 25 kids, here's five missing kids, here's 75 missing kids. Let's do some more of these stories. They just keep going on and on and on. Another one that just happened just recently, 33 missing children found an anti-human trafficking operation in Southern California. 33 missing children were recovered this month in an anti-human trafficking operation led by FBI's Los Angeles field office, the Bureau said in a statement Friday. Of the 33 children recovering during the operation Los, An Los Angeles, eight were being sexually exploited at the time of their recovery. So can you imagine this? Can you imagine that this, this operation that took place all year long was able to reach out across all the different counties and all the municipalities and states of the United States and to find these missing children? To just find them. They, they were able to find out one connection leading one phone number leading to another phone number one message leading to another message one connection of a pedophile ring leading to another connection of a pedophile ring and little by little they were able to break open this entire conspiracy that was happening that you were not allowed to hear about this is a level of organized crime that the American public is just not conscious of and this is what happened during the Trump administration there wasn't a new war there wasn't a great new epidemic. There wasn't, you know, the whole pandemic thing was just brought in through, through Italy and China and through the United Nations and other globalist organizations and the CDC kind of glommed onto it and forced all of our hands and we all have to wear masks. And if you wear a mask, you're just an idiot. And you probably don't know anything about this story that we're talking about. This is really what's going on in the background. That's what the QAnon limited hangout was all about. It was all there to quash your ability to reason and to take our attention off the, the what was really happening here. And that was the, the U.S. Marshals and law enforcement were breaking up these pedophile rings all across the country. Here's another story. Looks like here, Channel 5, Chicago. U.S. Marshals rescue 45 missing children in anti-human trafficking operation. During the month-long operation, 109 human trafficking victims were found and referred to social services. A total of 45 missing children were rescued. More than 50 law enforcement and non-government agencies partnered for Operation Autumn Hope. There's yet another operation. So what's that, like the sixth or seventh different operation? See that these operations were broken up all over the country. They were compartmentalized. They were had different assignment names. They were different branches that were carefully this information uh, prosecuting these cases and making these arrests so that the other, other parts of the country couldn't be made aware of it, so that people couldn't go ahead and hide their activities. So the these people are, have been totally busted. This this pedophile cult that everyone says is just crazy and made up and is, it's just QAnon nonsense, it, it's it's really true. And if you just go ahead and hit your Google button and look up missing children found and, and look at some of these reports, we can show you dozens of these reports, dozens of these U.S. Marshal operations that found dozens and dozens, in this case, 45 missing children. Here I have yet another article here. U.S. Marshals find children missing since 2012 in Coeur d'Alene. Let's listen to a little bit of this audio from this news report. Let's get right into our top story tonight. Four children who've been missing for eight years were finally found in Coeur d'Alene. U.S. Marshals were able to track them down. 
So you can go ahead and do all the background research on these stories yourself, but what I'm pointing out to you is that there are a fragmentary program that they're not all under one campaign. These different operations like Operation Not Forgotten and all these dozens of different operations that are being conducted by the U.S. Marshals are being operated off an intelligence that's in the background, off reports, off of information that they obviously have where they're able to carefully move in, locate, and with a lot of discretion, without people being harmed, without children being killed, or without people resisting, they're able to carefully and quietly clean sweep these people off the streets. The aspects about this particular journal entry that we're making right now is that we really found it disturbing how these cases were being just deleted off the internet. It's, it's harder to harder to find these particular news articles. And at first, we, we had them compiled. And as we move forward, the older ones are just, they're just gone. They're just not there anymore. They're not available. The, the, the whole connection of the story together is being undermined by, you know, you'd think that the social media, that, that, that someone out there in the, the news world would find this story compelling and really connect all the dots for us, but they're not going to. That's absolutely not going to happen. In fact, as time moves forward, and even with these subsequent cases that just happened this year, this whole thing is really going to be capped off with what happened in Sunrise, Florida, where the two lead investigators of, of these cases in the FBI were killed. So that now we have no really no really way for the case to move forward, and it kind of sends out a signal to law enforcement that, you know what, this whole prospect of, of solving these cases is really being shut down. And uh, so the, the suspect is killed. How, how, is he any use to us now? We, we need that suspect alive so we could prosecute him and so we could find out what he knows and so we could get to the next case, so we could get to the next connections because these people obviously are all connected. They're all these these human traffickers, these pedophile people making money and they're a seedy, disgusting, organized crime world. They're obviously all connected and, and one leads to the next. So now we have our lead FBI investigator shot dead and we have the the suspect dead. And that's that's not how this goes. That's not how these stories have been going. So let's take a look at another one here that I'm looking at. WOWK Channel 13 News. 98 arrested. Three missing children found in month-long Operation Double Impact. A 30-day operation resulted in 98 arrests, including five gang members. So you can see what we're getting at here. Operation Double Impact was the U.S. Marshals Services who were coming in as a task force led with the assistance of 17 law enforcement agencies. So this was a huge operation. And their whole, let's see, in addition to 98 arrests, law enforcement sees 75 uh, firearms, 152 kilograms of drugs, and then the, this is all attached part and parcel to missing children. So that's what we're finding as we go forward and we're, we're breaking apart these pedophile rings. They're just the street gangs. And, and these, these street criminals are operating human trafficking rings. And we need to break these apart and find out how they're operating. This didn't happen under Bush. This didn't happen under Obama. In fact, all this got blown apart, including the exposure of Jeffrey Epstein under Trump. Trump was obviously very aware of who Jeffrey Epstein was. He was he was floating around Manhattan. Obviously, all the elites knew that they were all up there doing disgusting things with children. And under Trump, all that came apart. All these arrests happened search all over the internet to find anything that's sensible about this entire case. Here, here's a, here's a uh, publication you never heard of, Times Record. Max Bryan, he's going to write something up. Advocate 
Missing children cases tie into a larger picture of human trafficking. The, hu- the conversation around missing children ties into a larger, more ominous one, human trafficking, defined by Morgan Nick Foundation, Assistant Strickland, U- using opportunity to coerce or blackmail someone or, and use them for the opportunity to make money. Human trafficking is established to be a $32 billion industry worldwide. So that, that, this is what the industry that's being exposed to the world is. This is what Jeffrey Epstein is all about. This is what Ghislaine Maxwell is all about. This is why the, the Bushies and, and it looks like Clinton. I mean, how many times did Bill Clinton go to, to pe- the pedophile island, to Jeffrey Epstein's island? These people are disgusting pigs, and that's why they had to work so hard to manipulate Twitter, to manipulate Google, to manipulate social media, to all the Hollywood people. Everyone had to come out against Trump. He was a part of their team. He was part of the Actors Guild in, in Hollywood. He was a Manhattan socialite. He was part, he was welcome to the parties until it came down to exposing the pedophile rings. That's what got Jeffrey Epstein killed in his cell. That's what the, the guards are paid off. Everyone's quiet. That's why all this corruption is coming out because children have being being abused. Missing children are being exploited, and it's not just some some gang members down the road. This is a, a wholesale operation that's happening. It includes the gang members, the MS-13 gangs. These are really disgusting people who will traffic in children. As we work our way through these reports, we're moving backwards in time. This report comes at August 14th, 2020. Michigan Sheriff's Office sweep finds seven missing children, including 16-year-old victim of human trafficking. So you can see that this was an organized criminal sweep of our country for, for human trafficking. And they obviously used all kinds of intelligence mechanisms and weapons. They obviously were looking at people's phones. They were looking at people's accounts. They were tracking people's information. They were tracking their communications. And they were finding out where these missing children were at, weren't they? What we're learning here is what law enforcement is interested in holding back crime and what law enforcement out there is completely corrupt. And, and I have to question the, the capital law enforcement there and the, the uh, Washington, D.C., the Capitol Hill law enforcement. They're not looking too good right now, are they? Not at all. Law enforcement can't criticize other law enforcement, but I sure can. I can sure see from where I'm sitting that some of these cops are good men with families who, who are good at making sure that people uphold the law, and there's corrupt cops out there who are disgusting and they're sick and they need to be brought down. Oh, look, here, here's another article. Genesee County Police Agency finds more than half of 27 missing kids. 16 have been found over the past two weeks, authorities say, and this is August 2020. So you can see what's happening. There was a sweep across the country, county by county, state by state, in an effort to find these missing and exploited children. Look, another article here. Michigan State Police locate 25 missing children from Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb counties with Operation Safe Kid. So Operation Safe Kid was a Michigan State Police effort to locate children. So who, what was behind all this information? What, what was propelling the police agencies in these counties and these states to suddenly go out and find hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of missing and exploited children all of a sudden that were never found before? They're missing for one article set up to eight years missing. Kids who have been taken away and practically grown up in in the hands of their uh, their exploiters, never to see their parents again. Suddenly, they're able to find them. They're able to look in the phone devices. They're able to actually do. And this really goes to a question of how much we're being tapped, how much how much we are being monitored. 
by NSA through these different platforms and through these different these different apps we use and through the different devices we use. It should be obvious to you now that they can find out anything about anyone whenever they want. They're able to go ahead and go through all that information and find missing children that were just behind somebody's door, in their garage, in, in their building, just where no one can see them, just safed off, and they were able to go and find them. Wholesale destruction of these pedophile rings is really coming to a head. It's really building up. It's it's. We look here, there's a report here in January, last month of 2021, Operation Smile. Hyderabad police rescued 388 children in January in 2021. Hyderabad, between the 1st and 31st, January 21, the Hyderabad police rescued 388 children, 344 boys and 44 girls. Can you believe this? Under Operation Smile. So these different operations are happening separately, and I think it's quite ingenious that they give them different names because you can't just push them all into one story and pretend like they're just different numbers from all the same story. These are all different operations. These are different police forces. And these are all different agencies that are taking this information, applying it to their community, and locating missing children that are that, that all are all over this country. We've had multiple operations: Operation Safety Net, Operation Triple Beam, Operation Autumn Hope, Operation Double Impact. On and on and on it goes. And the, the I'm going to go ahead and trace all these stories, and we're going to go ahead and go through as many as we can, and they're going to go all the way back to 2019. Yeah, another story here. U.S. Marshals recover 11 children in New Orleans in Operation Summer Rescue. Again, this is this is a, a story that you can find yourself until they basically start to take it down, until the narrative turns against it. And this is Channel 6 News, Local News WDSU. And you can go ahead and look up these st- stories for yourself. Are they happening on a national platform, on the national media? Of course not. Of course the national media is not going to report on any of this. Why would they? U.S. Marshals recover 11 children Operation Summer Rescue. This operation, the Operation Summer Rescue ran from August 1st to September 30th and focused on missing and endangered runaways, according to U.S. Marshals. One of the recoveries, a 16-year-old juvenile male. Another recovery involved 13-year-old female, Nashville, Tennessee. So these operations that take place in the state, they obviously, you're probably getting kids who are getting cooked on drugs, but by drug pushers who are being taken all over the place. So when an operation starts at one place and then they have to chase down missing kids to Nashville or to wherever in the world they're at. And that's what we're dealing with today today's society that that's we're dealing with such a corrupt and perverse society people are so addicted to pornography people are so addicted to their own a self-experience and their own you know tiny minuscule world that they can't imagine that there's a larger world out there of exploited sex trafficked children that are being arranged by a level of corruption that goes up up the pyramid, man. It goes up the, the, the chain of command. So we're allowed to go ahead and, and bust these people off the street and find the children, but we're never allowed to go back and find out who is paying for all this. Who's, who is funding this? Who, who is going to Pedophile Island, Jeffrey Epstein Island? Who is going? Who's on the flight logs? Why can't we ask the bigger question? The more ominous way that this story is connecting missing children is being connected in a more ominous way to to human trafficking. But we're not allowed to talk about it because now we have the human trafficker in chief. Looking through these different algorithms on these search engines, I'm, I'm starting to see all these different fact-checking things that are popping up. Fact-check this, fact-check that. They're, they're basically starting to take apart no ev- no evidence linking to human trafficking. Um, what is this other one here? You know, fact-checking. Uh, operation not forgotten, separating fact from fiction. And so, so we're going to start to slowly change the narrative. They got to put, they, they have to tit for tat, put out their information to try to take apart this narrative and to, to, to try to counter the fact that we, that under Trump, this entire pedophile cult was totally dismantled and wrecked. 
able to push him out of power so Hunter Biden can go hide his disgusting laptop and all the elites in, in Silicon Valley and in Hollywood can run around and try to pretend like they're not pedophile perverts, but they are. They're pedophile perverts. That's what the, the whole thing that's happening out there in Hollywood is all about. And we have to recognize that we have to go back to the two Corys, Corey Haim and Corey, what was the other Corey, honey? Feldman. Corey Feldman. Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. They are just part of the victims of this whole thing. They're the victims of the disgusting, pedophile, Hollywood elite cult. That computer they found by the guy, too. Right. But you know what? All the computers that they find, and all these children, all the news stories, and all the hundreds and hundreds, it's all being swept under the rug because at the top, Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg spent billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to try to make sure that Trump wouldn't continue. They're probably all in my opinion, a bunch of pedophiles. They can't have normal human relations. They can't look at another adult, you know, counterpart in a sexual way. They got it. They have to go for the children because they become completely debased. They're completely reprobate. With all their money, they've just become disgusting, weird little quasimodo, little creeping, you know, lurking fiends. That's what we're dealing with. And they're gonna use their their Twitter machine to shut down anyone who doesn't like it. That, that's what this is all about. That's what all the censorship is all about. That's what all this energy, this frenetic, insane, erratic psycho energy against Trump was all about. Was all about making sure that no one that's what Q was all about. Q was all about making sure that no one could really legitimately find out the facts. And, there, and all those who were exposed to the facts were gonna be rele- relegated to the to the fringe and to the, the side bin of being uh, the psycho psychopaths, you know, you're, now you're just insurrectionists, and that's what this is all about. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, in order to save the children, and to get the pedophiles out, and, and, and to drain the swamp, we could just take the entire Capitol building down, and remove it, and just take it away, because we don't need a, a huge temple of pedophile perverts up there protecting their, you know, and they're, they're obviously they're going to go for China, they're going to try to, I don't know, they're all turning Chinese? Are they going to become members of the CCP? What, what are they going to do? How how angry are they at the, the guys out here that are hunting deer, that have farms, that have, you know, Trump on their pickup trucks? I mean, how angry is Washington, D.C.? And how, how desperately are they going to move to cover up their crimes with children? Trust me, this is not a topic that we'd like to talk about. This is a very disturbing and disgusting topic, but it has to be brought to light because pretty soon the algorithm is going to take all these stories down and you're never going to know anything about it. Another Let's see, 2020, October. Five children recovered in Joint Task Force Operation Shine the Light. Five teenagers have been recovered in Shine the Light, a cooperative effort between federal, state, and local authorities, including non-for-profit organizations, the Hawaii Department of Attorney General. You can can see that this was coming on a federal level where the the actual federal uh, apparatus had been tasked with an actual duty, which wasn't political, but which was to go use the intelligence that was being derived from Hunter Biden's laptop and and uh, Anthony Weiner, his laptop, and the Hillary Clinton. What a disgusting, wretched, completely vile. I mean, we ought to, if, if we had our minds right, we would go down there and get some rope and we would string people up. We would string them up. But we're obviously a bunch of cowards. So they're going to recover more of these children. And these stories are going to just keep going on and on and on.
fascinating watching the internet try to repel these stories. So you have, why is Wayfair accused of sex trafficking? Seven, seven things to know about the conspiracy theory. The theory is that Wayfair is trafficking children on its website under the guise of such and such a thing, and that, that Wayfair was being used as a mechanism to traffic these children. So that's a conspiracy theory. That's, that's I mean, there isn't a wholesale organized criminal exploitation of children going on here, right? Isn't, isn't that what we're saying? But apparently, the internet has to reject this idea. Also, let's go down here to this other just useless article here that basically just exists to try to muddy the water and confuse the whole thing. Conspiracy theorists are linked to the discovery of missing children to Ghislaine Maxwell's arrest. So, so that's what it comes down to. How do we explain the finding and the discovery of all these missing children, not just 20 over here or 70 over there or 39 missing children over there, 39 missing children were found in Georgia. I mean, how, do, how do we explain where all these children are being, where they're coming up with them? It's because in the background, what's not being told to you is that they are running down a list, a checklist, and they're breaking open this entire story that is about crime that the rest of the media and the rest of the world just can't mentally adjust to. So it's not a conspiracy theory. So if you want to listen to the internet, now you're a conspiracy theorist. If you're making the connection that Ghislaine Maxwell and nobody wants to talk about Jeffrey Epstein anymore, but they work together to make sure that this entire industry of exploited and abused and sexually molested children will go and operate like a machine. And that's what this is. This is machine child sex trafficking. And it was being it was all being utilized all across the country and it's being broken down systematically by the US Marshals. And that's what the Biden administration cannot stop. Even though those FBI agents and, and Sunset were shot, there's a lot of other people in law enforcement that have seen what's going on here and that these operations, they should not stop. They should not be allowed to be stopped. So that's why I think on some level, you know, nobody can stop what is coming. And, and maybe nobody can admit what happened. Maybe people can't accept the fact that there was a pedophile cult that was just totally disrupted and damaged and taken apart. But the U.S. Marshals and the FBI and the law enforcement agencies that we're talking about here today, they're well aware of it. Here's another fascinating article as we look through the, uh, the, the stuff here. QAnon followers are hijacking the hashtag Save the Children movement. I think that's exactly what happened. I think when this movement movement and the Save the Children movement came out and it became a ma major issue that it was the it, it, somehow these different operate these forces of disinformation and misinformation these info wars took on this whole Q form and this the shape of this, this Q followers who are supposedly pro-Trump people but the whole point of it is is it really just brought down Trump it put it put an end to this work that that the Save the Children movement was having, which was to bring light to the fact that there is a pedophile ring. Let's look here. ICE operation arrests 113 child predators. So this is a joint operation with ICE. Well, now, of course, ICE is under attack right now with this new Biden administration. He wants to shut ICE down, doesn't he? A joint operation by Brazil and the United States has led to the arrest of 113 people suspected of producing child sexual abuse material and sharing it online. So this ties into the entire thing we're talking about here. Operation Protected Childhoods, seventh phase. So I hope that they continue with these phases, these operations to protect children. I hope they continue on and that there's nothing that the Biden administration can do about it. And of course, we need to really look at these indictments of Hunter Biden. And what was what was on his laptop? Just because he is a privileged, a white privileged, highly powerful uh, daddy's boy, doesn't mean that he should be protected if he has contact with uh, with uh, in the sexual images of underage children on his computer.
Another report, Channel 13 News, Flint, Michigan. 27 children who have been missing and off the grid were found. One 16-year-old girl rescued from a human trafficking situation was locked in a barn. In another report here, 16 missing children found in U.S. Marshals Operation, Atlanta, Georgia, U.S. Marshals Southeast Regional Fugitive Task Force, 16 missing children, Operation Empty Nest. Here's another news story, 123 missing children found during one day human trafficking operation in Michigan. And this was the Operation Safe Kid conducted by the U.S. Marshal Services. So you can imagine 123 missing children at one time. This was October 9th in 2018. This story goes all the way back to 2018 when they started these operations. Really, we can go through these articles kind of endlessly. We're looking here at vibe.com. FBI's Operation Safe Summer locates 231 missing children in Atlanta. This was May 30th, looks like 2000, I'm sorry, June 1st, 2019. So these are starting to go back to the, the previous year before 2020. Uh, on Thursday, the FBI's Atlantic Field Office notified the public of the status of Operation Safe Summer. The initiative, which took place from May 1st to 24th, located and rescued 231 missing and exploited children. In a statement, special agent in charge of the FBI Atlanta office, Chris Hacker, spoke of the operation's feat. Thanks to the month-long effort of our partners, 231 children are no longer vulnerable to predators who would seek to exploit them. So you can see that we're going to go through just a couple more can't get directly at the facts. We need to just need to use our brain, use our ability to discern what's happening and use our ability to deduce knowledge. Here's another story. A Florida man arrested after videos of missing teen surface on pornography website. That's really disgusting. I wonder, it's got to be horrible for these agencies who have to monitor this crap. Christopher Johnson, 30, was arrested with lewd and lascivious battery of young, child or younger, younger than 16. A Florida man was arrested after sexually explicit videos of a teenage girl reportedly missing almost a year ago were discovered online. So th that's how they're breaking this case down. Okay, it comes down to the nut nuts and bolts, comes down to the, the, the inner workings, and, and it comes down to the conscience of these people who are in law enforcement who are not going to be bought off and paid off are going to be dissuaded from doing their job. So this this kind of individual right here, there's a lot of energy, that, just like the situation that happened in, in, in Sunrise. There's a lot of police energy that are swarming this whole issue, and they're they're making arrests, and they're finding out where these children are at, and, what, and how they're being trafficked, how they're being moved, who is exploiting them, who is paying for it, who, you know, who what is the, the appetite within these people who have money, who have nothing better to do than blow their money to support a crude and disgusting and reprobate industry like this child sex traffic. I mean, the fact that we even have to discuss this is really just disorienting as it could possibly be. But you have to recognize that the enormous subset within this country, and there's even perverts who will travel abroad to try to seek out and find and exploit and abuse children. I'm telling you right now today is put Q and on and all that crap aside, but Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden are some of those particular subset. There, there are some of those particular perverts who we're talking about today who should probably be under indictment and under suspicion by some of these U.S. Marshals and some of these child predator operations. And all the people that are with them, all the guys that are backing them, all these these individuals in in the the elite ranks of the tech tech world and these these globalists at the United Nations. 
All they're interested in doing is protecting their name so that they won't be exposed as being tied to this disgusting criminal organization. And that's what it is. They were able to wag the dog. They were able to manipulate the election in a thousand different ways. They were able to raise a huge response, not from the populace, but from the individuals who were interested in protecting these Gislaine Maxwell class perverts. We have yet another story in 2019, Atlanta News Journal, AJC.com. 149 missing or exploited children located in 25 days in Atlanta. And this was not the same story that happened in 2020. This was in 2019. And again, another article, nine children recovered in North Texas during a nationwide sex trafficking sting called Operation Independence Day. So that's going to have 11 arrests associated with it. So you can see that as we move forward, that we're experiencing an awakening and an exposure to the exploitation of children in a wholesale way to the point that we didn't know that we had so many missing children that were just lurking, being abused within our own communities all over the United States. But that's exactly what's happening. And that's what this Anthony Weiner laptop and this Hunter Biden laptop and all this work to expose the elite Washington swamp creature insider crowd with their tech giant, their tech uh, technocracy, tech tyrant. Uh, sycophants and the Hollywood elites out there, they're, they're all working together to try to control what America knows, to control what America thinks. Even had Netflix come out with this really disgusting um, little cutie show where everyone I know, including myself and my family, we all just left Netflix and their their stock plummeted when they came out with the cuties, which is like having like 10-year-old girls dress, dress up as like beauty queens. And just this whole move towards the pedophile culture is really coming coming exposed within the United States right now. And so I think we have to fight. We have to be aware that our children are being exploited and that that connection is happening on the devices we give them, on the phones that we give them, on the, on the internet. And we need to be aware that children are just disappearing. They're just disappearing and they're being abused. And this is, this the predation is taking place and it's coming. It's not coming from the working class men who work down at your construction site or who deliver your mail or deliver pizzas. This is coming from the Ghislaine Mac well, uber rich, hundred millionaire, hundreds of millionaires. That, that's why people would be suspicious of Wayfair because, of course, you know, if you're out here and you're like me, it looks like to me that these Wayfair billion dollar globalist elites are exploiting uh, children and abusing them. So, you know, the, the Bidens are absolutely just despicable and disgusting monsters, and and really, we should run them out of Washington, D.C., but of course, they have the backing of the elite, they have the backing of, of all the, the powerful globalist power players, they have the backing of China and the neo-fascists, the neo-Nazis in the streets that are running around pretending to care about racism and to care about um, you know, fighting fascism. These are really just the foot soldiers of the Bill Gates Foundation. You know, th these kind of power players that are interested in just taking advantage of this country and using it like parasites. They want to just live off the host and 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 pet and, and basically peddle children and be a pedophile cult. So that's what we're looking at. And this exposure is is, is going to continue. I hope we are making the, the the plain and simple observation that these. This destruction and dismantling of these pedophile networks 
it was a direct result of the Ghislaine Maxwell arrest. Obviously, Jeffrey Epstein was killed. I'm sure they got some information off him, but he was pretty much silenced. But it seems like, to me, that after Ghislaine Maxwell came out and um, was arrested, and they've had her in, in custody for like, over a year now, that this the, the explosion of these cases has taken place in the background, quietly in the background. None of these stories have taken a national headline. That None of them have come out in the, the national media. And you can't discuss them on the social media because the tech tyrants will just shut you down. You're not allowed to. And they'll have all these fact checker crap that comes out just, just to try to depose your position. But another interesting story that came out here, this is ABC Channel 4. Uh, Utah CEO arrested for possession of over 13,000 child pornography images. Um, Saltzman was given a suspended sentence of 1 to 15 years in prison for each count, but the judge ordered him to spend 210 days in the county jail. The Salt Lake City, Utah story, uh, Utah CEO was arrested Wednesday after police said that he possessed over 13,000 images of child pornography on several of his electronic devices. So you can see that these people, these CEOs, these rich elite people have a problem. They're addicted to this child pornography to such an extent that they're basically disgusting monsters. They're pig monsters, right? We're all normal people and we walk around with families and we, we, we have our children and we hug them and raise them to, to go off to, to school and to be well-educated members of society. But these pigs over here are working to make sure that they can exploit children every chance they get. The possession of these images is so disturbing. I mean, in this report, detectives said the images and videos contained a compilation of video depicting several different young prepubescent girls ranging from toddler age to eight-year-olds being raped, according to documents. So what we're talking about is the wholesale production of these kind of images by people who are completely disgusting. They're, they're, like, they're like zombies. They've been bitten by the zombies, and they're turning into zombies because they now are predacious fiends who feed on this kind of material, stuff that is absolutely disgusting. And, and you have to recognize that this, the explosion of these networks and the exposure of these individuals and actually the hunting of them and the arresting of them came under Trump. So this information has been out there. The NSA can look it up anytime they want. They can look up anything they want on anyone's phone. But no one had gone out of their way to find out who these pedophiles were, these networks, and no one had taken them apart or arrested them or gone after them. That's exactly what's happened since Ghislaine Maxwell's arrest. So you can call it whatever you want. You can pretend like it's a Q, crazy Q conspiracy, and you can try to be you know, derogatory towards people, but you can't cover up these hundreds and hundreds and thousands of children that are being found and rescued by the U.S. Marshals. So I'm just looking through these articles. Again, another, I remember hearing about this story, a, a, a school official, a Georgia dean of a school among 14 arrested and a sting targeting child predators. Valdosta, Georgia, an online undercover investigation targeting, targeting child predators ended with the arrest of 14 people, including Keith Walters, 44, a dean of Valdosta State University. Wow, what's that all about? So these people that we're talking about here are not just some kind of like, it's not the guys who are out there picking up your trash. These are individuals who are well-educated, connected with universities, connected with large companies and large corporations. They're CEOs of large corporations. This particular disgusting problem that we have 
something that's insidious within our culture. And you can see here this article, Operation Southern Impact 3. 17 children recovered, 82 arrested, and a child sexting. And this is going to be in 2019 in May. So what I'm saying is that I've only just read through a handful of these articles, and we, we were counting up thousands and thousands of children who were missing and exploited. Who knows where these children are at or who had them, but suddenly the U.S. Marshals and the FBI are taking a particularly you know, fine and pointed interest in discovering how these things are, are working. And, and you have to recognize that this, this seems to indicate a huge criminal conspiracy. Moving forward, 23 children rescued, 338 people arrested world, nationwide and worldwide in a takedown of the largest child porn site, Washington. More than 330 people around the world were arrested. According to the United States Department of Justice, Wong Jong Woo San, 23, a North Korean national, was indicted for his, his operation of welcome. Anyway, this is the largest exploitation market volume of content ever seized. Authorities arrested uh, this man's son on March 5th, 2018. So th this breakdown of this entire culture and the, the the eradication of the exploitation of children is something that has been on the obviously on the forefront of the Trump administration and their agenda. And it's clear that they had knowledge of this individual, Jeffrey Epstein, and they took him down. That's what this is all about. That's what all this is about. That's what all these people at CNN and MSNBC and all the people in Hollywood and all these, that's why they're all upset. That's why they're so worried. That's why they hate Donald Trump so much and why they're so vexed and they're so just distraught. And the Trump derangement syndrome has gotten to such an extent that they went so crazy that they set up their Dominion voting systems to, to make sure that he couldn't win. And they went to all this extent to make sure that none of this information would be exposed. And all you have to do is just do a little bit of 10 minutes of your time, do a little research, and you can see that there are serious people within law enforcement, within the U.S. Marshals, within the FBI, who are working hard to dismantle this kind of organized abuse of children. While on another level, you have billionaires and millionaires, the elites, the Wayfair individuals out there who are make, trying to work hard to make sure they can continue to prey on children and take part in this disgusting child uh, pornography addiction that they have and to continue to take adrenochrome, continue to be beyond the reach of the law and above accountability so that they can't be arrested. You, you know, God help you if you try to do any crimes in this country because they're watching at the NSA and you know at, at the Cyber Task Force and the U.S. Federal Task Force will get you. But if you're the Bidens, if you're the Clintons, if you're the Obamas, or perhaps maybe if you're the Trumps even, you're just above the fray. You're beyond accountability. You cannot be touched by the law. So that's why we say that we have two different standards by which people can expect to be held accountable to. So if you're Biden, uh, you're Hunter Biden, you can run around with a bunch of child pornography images on your computer and you can even be a crackhead and leave it at the, the at the computer shop and you can even get investigated by the FBI. They can even take your laptop with all your pornography images, but you won't be arrested. But if you're that Utah CEO guy with 13,000 images, boy, watch out. You weren't connected enough. You didn't, maybe you didn't contribute to the campaign of Biden or maybe you weren't insulated enough at the FBI or, or whatever it is. But we cannot trust these globalists. We cannot trust the United Nations. We cannot trust these people with our children. That's what it comes down to. But over here at the Syllabus Journal, we're going to go ahead and make sure we stay on the topic here. We're going we're gonna to keep pushing forward. We're not going to let up. We're not going to compromise. We're not going to be enjoined with this ridiculous 
and perverted deep state factions. These elitist globalist pigs. We're just we're not gonna join with them. We're gonna protect our children. Hashtag save our children. <laughs> 